This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit allentempleamecom slash donate. Thank you for listening. Our scripture lesson came from 1 Peter, the 5th chapter and the 6th through the 11th verses. The Apostle Peter writes, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert. Like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. Resist him, steadfast in your faith, for you know that your brothers and sisters in all the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. The news is now reporting that there is a new and potentially more transmissible coronavirus variant called Omicron. This new variant was first identified in South Africa and according to CNN has prompted a fresh round of travel restrictions across the world with concerns about what this might mean for the pandemic. There are reports that Belgium confirmed a case in an unvaccinated woman with no travel links to South Africa or any neighboring countries, but developed the symptoms 11 days after traveling from Egypt to Belgium through Turkey. The only other known cases outside of South Africa are in Israel, where a traveler who had returned from Malawi is now in isolation, and another case in Hong Kong, where there are two travelers who tested positive, and get this, while in hotel quarantine. Church, for whatever reason, it feels to me like we are all staring down the barrel of a loaded gun with some of us asking, if the shot is fired, will it miss me? I don't know about you, but that is not a chance I'm willing to take. And just to be clear, this is not a message today that I'm preaching against those who choose not to believe in science nor the efficacy of vaccines or even to promote getting vaccinated and the wearing of masks. No, that's not what this message is about. This message is about the fact that whatever you choose to believe or not to believe, it makes no difference to an enemy that God says is real. I've heard it said in many occasions that the greatest trick that the devil has pulled is making people believe that he does not exist. For the fact is, how can you possibly defeat an enemy, let alone fight that enemy, if you don't believe that he exists? 
And in many ways, COVID-19 gives us such a great example of that principle where we hear people say things like, if you don't believe that COVID is real or deadly, if those people don't believe that COVID is real or deadly, then there is no need for me to get vaccinated or even wear a mask, for my God will protect me against all things because I have strong faith. Brothers and sisters, if that's what you choose to believe, then I respect your right to believe that. And if you get it and die, I will honor your memory by performing your eulogy. But for me, I don't want to be the reason why you die. And so at the very least, I'll wear my mask. In a similar way, church, I can't explain the Satan or the devil, but in my inability to explain it or its existence does not change the fact that like COVID-19, I can see all the deaths and everything around me, all the pain that it is causing all around us, and the scriptures are telling me that there is a vaccine, and that vaccine's name is Jesus. So today, I want to talk about that vaccine named Jesus and its efficacy in a message that I have titled, quite simply, Just a Little While. Just a Little While. Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, sweet Holy Spirit. Fill us now, Lord, with your wisdom. Open up our hearts, our minds, and our eyes to understand the truth of who you are. Help us to see, Lord, that there are more that are for us than there are those that are against us. So bless now this preacher. Bless now this message. Bless now this people. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church all over the world we say, Amen. So here are some facts that I think is important for all of us to know. As of November 23rd, 2021, 222 countries and territories have reported about 261 million COVID-19 cases, and get this, 5.2 million people dead globally, ever since China first reported its first cases to the World Health Organization in December of 2019. 5.2 million people are dead. Now, 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 since the vaccines became available, only 60% of, almost 60% of the United States is fully vaccinated, while in places like Africa, that number is only 6%. Furthermore, according to the World Health Organization, by the end of 2021, only five countries on the African continent will have met the World Health Assembly's goal of fully vaccinating 40% of their population. So, Pastor, what am I saying? Well, what I'm saying is that on one hand, the wealthier countries in the world have vaccines and do not want to take it for various reasons, while on the other hand, you have poorer countries in need of vaccines but have no access to it. There is a wasting and a hoarding 
of vaccines that could go to nations that are in desperate need. And whether you believe that COVID-19 is real or not, or part of some conspiracy theory or not, or if masks are taking away your freedom or not, or if vaccines are the mark of the beast or not, the fact is 5.2 million people are dead because of something that is here to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The Satan also referred to as the devil, is best known as the personification of all that is evil. For us as Christians, we believe the devil was once a beautiful angel named Lucifer who defied God and fell from grace. That's what we believe as Christians. Our knowledge of this fallen, this fallen angel is based on what we read in the book of Isaiah where it says, How art thou fallen from heaven, Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? This malevolent being and his legion of demons continue to strike fear in people from all all walks of life as the antithesis of everything that is good. I'm talking about the devil. Many of us, based on folklore and the imagination of literary poets like Dante, ha have portrayed the devil as grotesque, this grotesque winged creature with three faces, each chewing on de a devious sinner and whose wings blow freezing cold winds throughout hell, or more popularized by the appearance of a horned, trident-carrying figure with a pointy tail and hoofed feet. Now, the Bible <laughs> doesn't describe the devil in any such detail. And I can profess to you that I don't know what the devil really looks like, but I know what scriptures tell me. And this is what the scriptures tell me in 2 Corinthians, the 11th chapter and the 13th through the 15th verses. And church, I'm still talking about the devil. It says, for such people are false prophets, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. So the Satan probably looks like nothing that you can imagine in your mind. And at the very least, it probably looks like something you might like or be even quick to believe in. So not only is one of the greatest tricks that the devil has pulled is to make people believe that it does not exist. If you do think it exists, I believe that another of its greatest trick is to make people believe that it looks like something that it doesn't look like at all. My brothers and my sisters, like COVID-19, the Satan, whether you believe that it is real or not, or some part of some Christian conspiracy theory or not. Millions of people globally are spiritually dead, but God. You see, the Satan presents sin to us as something pleasing and beautiful to be desired, and it also presents false teaching even in the midst of common sense as enlightening 
and life-changing. Millions follow its deceptions simply because they do not know or listen to God's truth. Isaiah even warns us when he says, consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged and looking upward, looking upward, will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into utter darkness. Brothers and sisters, darkness is a result of attempting to find truth without the word of God. And sadly, as Isaiah puts it, people do not have the light or the dawn. They wander in darkness and often become angry with God, refusing to go to him for help. This is why Satan masquerades as an angel of light and it is so effective. It turns white to black and black to white. It calls good bad and it calls bad good and it gets us believing that God is a liar and that God is the source of darkness. Then in our distress we focus our hatred towards the only one, the only one that can save us. Brothers and sisters, the devil is real and the devil is a liar. Listen to me, church, and listen to me carefully. I have no more information about the vaccines that are for COVID-19, Delta, Omicron, mumps, measles, polio, chickenpox, smallpox, or Xbox than I have for any other vaccines that are injected in my body. But what I do know is that of the 5.2 million people that have died from COVID-19, they and their families would have loved an opportunity for a shot, any shot. And in a very similar way, I have no more information about the cure for anger, jealousy, envy, rage, wrath, adultery, gluttony, lust, pride, vanity, or any of the deadly variants that come from sin. But I do know that a vaccine exists. And what I do know is that God, through the power of the Holy Ghost and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, has sent us that vaccine. He has sent us his son. But like the nations of the world, there is a wasting away and even hoarding of that vaccine that could go to millions that are in desperate need themselves. <laughs> like the vaccine, which is available to all of us in the developed world, we also have rejected the truth and in many ways have tried to replace it with a lie. But you can try to crucify the truth. You can try to kill the truth. You can even try to bury the truth. But you cannot deny the truth because the truth will be resurrected. For Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And you will know the truth, and that truth will make you free. So preacher, what are we to do with this way, this truth? This life, 
What are we to do with this vaccine you call Christ? Well, let's look at our text. Because in these very dark and uncertain times, God has given us the blueprint for our freedom. Look at the text. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves. Keep alert like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Steadfast in your faith. For you know that your brothers and sisters in all the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. And to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. That's the solution. Christ himself will restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. But you must humble yourself. You must cast your anxieties on him. You must discipline yourselves and keep alert. Resist the devil and be steadfast in your faith. But after you have done all of this, do know that you will still suffer. You will still suffer because the devil is like a, a roaring lion prowling around to see who it may devour. Like COVID-19, this prowling, roaring, devouring virus is moving around looking for a host. The kind of host that, that is vulnerable with preconditions like leaning to their own understanding and rejecting the truth. Believing in conspiracies that have no basis. In fact, uh, thinking that they know more than the experts that God himself has inspired. This is the kind of host that the devil is looking for and it does not care if you think that you are a good person or not it does not care if you go to church or not it does not care if you think you are deserving of good things or not it does not care it only cares if you have the ability to resist it it only cares if you have the vaccine and wearing the mask of Jesus Christ but even, church, but even if you have the vaccine, brothers and sisters, hear me. Even if you have that vaccine, you will still suffer. You will still suffer because as the text says, you will see your own brothers and sisters in all the world undergoing the same kinds of suffering. But you must resist and be steadfast in your faith. That's the reason why I told you 60% in the US are vaccinated, but only 6% in Africa. All over the world, we're seeing suffering. And lest you be confused, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about the devil who is running rampant 
all over the world and where the word of God is preached is where the vaccine is getting into the heart, the mind, the soul and the spirit and giving them the strength to resist and be steadfast in our faith. So where the gospel of Jesus Christ is not being preached is the one place where the devil can go buck wild. <laughs> Suffering, my brothers and sisters, is an attempt to avoid pain. Whether or not the pain is justifiably provoked, as in the case of some necessary surgical procedure, or even if it is unjustifiably prov provoked, as in the case of some accident or mishap, the attempt to not deal with, or even being forced to deal with and confront the pain is what causes suffering. Many people suffer because they both have to deal with the pain in their lives and the suffering is worse when they have no answer for why and when the suffering will end. This, I believe, is the most excruciating place when it comes to suffering. It is this willingness to either avoid the pain or have it end quickly that we are told Jesus experienced in the garden of Gethsemane in Matthew the 26th and the 36th chapter and the 39th verse. You recall his words. Going a little farther, he fell and his face to the ground prayed, My father, if it be possible, may this cup be taken from me. Here is Jesus' attempt to avoid the pain. But then he goes on to say, yet not as I will, but as you will. Which is where he accepts an outcome that he is uncertain about. This suffering, we are told, caused him to sweat as if it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Can you see the suffering of Christ? This is suffering. It is the attempt to not deal with or being forced to deal with and confront your pain. But the Apostle Peter says to us, and after you have suffered a little while, a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, support, strengthen and establish you this is the power of the text and the point of my message and again i'm not talking about vaccines and covid 19 i'm talking about the devil who is your adversary and the power of jesus christ and faith in christ to overcome him but you will still suffer so whether you believe in the covid 19 disease or not you will suffer for a little while. Whether you believe in the COVID-19 vaccine or not, you will still suffer for a little while. Whether you believe in conspiracy theories or not, you will still suffer for a little while. Whether you're a good person in your own mind or not, you will still suffer. And hear this church, whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, you will still suffer, but for just a little while. So what's the point, preacher? 
What's the difference if after all this, I'm still going to suffer? That's a very good question. And the only thing I can tell you is simply that suffering comes to all of us in the same way that the rain falls on both the just and the unjust. But I can also choose the kind of suffering that I am willing to endure. Will I endure suffering and at the end of it, I have nothing to show for it? Or will I endure suffering at the end of which something made it worth it? That's the real question. And what the Apostle Paul alluded to when again when he says, and after you have suffered for just a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. <laughs> I've been using in this message the COVID-19 vaccine as an analogy to Jesus Christ. And, and, and the example finds its maturation in this simple illustration. Not taking the COVID-19 vaccine may cause you to get the virus. And if you end up in the hospital on a ventilator, you'll suffer and more than likely you'll die. Taking the COVID-19 vaccine even with its potential side effects, may cause you to get the virus, and you may still suffer, but maybe you won't go to the hospital or die. Not accepting Jesus Christ as a vaccine for sin will cause you to suffer, and when you die, you will perish. Or accepting Jesus Christ as a vaccine for sin will cause you to suffer. But when you die, you will not perish. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten vaccine called his son. That whosoever receives, believes in him. You should not perish. You will still suffer. But you will not perish, but enter into his everlasting life. These are the choices that are laid bare before you. And if you choose to reject the broad way that leads to destruction, and many there be that find that route in favor of the narrow way, which very few might find, then your suffering will only be for a little while and it will not be in vain for the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory will himself restore, support, strengthen and dare I, I say renovate and establish you no matter how much the devil or the virus comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Saints, we suffer dreadfully, but we win in the end.
May God richly, richly bless you, my beloved.